everybody. Welcome to Bachelor Mansion. Uh, this promises to be our most dramatic episode yet. You better believe it. Uh, but hey, let's let's get serious first, folks. Come on, this is this is journalism, right? Uh, I would like to welcome to the show with me as always. She's the star. She's the host. You know her. You love her, Jessica. Hey everyone. Thanks for coming to episode two of Bachelor Mansion. Whoa. So we're covering episode two. All right, cool. Oh, yeah, episode two of the Bachelor Mansion, but we're covering two and three. Ah. Mm. No, this is three and four. Oh, shit. Three and four. That's cut, true. Cut the other part out. No, I'm not going to cut it out. Mm. I don't get paid that much. Uh, but hey, welcome. Uh, thank you. Well, welcome to the show. And hey, who, it's not even really my place to welcome you, but it's good to be here with you. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, um... I, I brought a friend with me this time. We like friends. Yeah. Uh, do you do you want to know his name? That's true. You I'm, do? Is it true? I'm curious because I'm looking around the studio and I don't see anybody here. Oh, just look over to your left. Whoa! I know this guy. Oh, it's it's little Danny, Danny Canelano. Thanks for joining us, Danny. Thank you for having me, Jessica and oh. Eric. Thank you for being here um, and joining us for. Yeah, no, the thing that we do, the uh, community service that we provide to everybody who watches and loves The Bachelor, like all of us. Yes. It, it was a real uh, real nutty last couple of weeks, right? Mm-hmm. I just started it today. Is this your first time that you watched it? Yes. Ever. Okay, so we should get into this. <laughs> well, Stuart. not ever, to be honest. TBH. But yes. <laughs> Interesting. I I have watched a few episodes, but this is like I don't know. It's pretty intriguing. Gotta get into it. Yeah, I'd never uh, watched it before. Jessica had shown it to me. You know, it was it was always something I was aware of, but never really crossed my eyeballs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know that expression we all use. Yeah, yeah. You're cross your eyeballs. Mm-hmm. I've heard it before, a million times before. <laughs> Hey, what up, everybody? It's good to have you here. We are talking the stuff that matters the most, all right? This is legitimate. So we've all been keeping up with all this drama. Holy smokes. I had to get that little blood pressure monitor out and, and, and start doing the little pump, you know? I was getting so so into this stuff. So last couple of weeks, they've been dramatic. What can I say? What can any of us say, right? Mm-hmm. So the last uh, okay, so episodes three and four, all right? We've seen so, so many eliminations. It's insane. Mm-hmm. Three, gosh, I, I can't remember. I didn't take any notes on three, um, but I know they wrote a pirate ship, right? Yeah, um, but before we get into the recaps, I just want to touch base with everybody, all right? So one, one of the things that we mentioned in the, in the last episode was our Bachelor Fantasy Leagues. We pick our teams, they earn us points, we get to brag to everybody that we work with, all of our family members, about our Bachelor teams. Um, so just a quick uh, uh, recap here. Let's touch base. Uh, how how are your how's your team doing, Jessica? Um, my team's not doing so great. I started off with ten ladies, and now I'm down to five. And since I, I haven't really, I don't know how to do this fantasy league. I try to pick more ladies, but I guess you can't at this point. Oh, is that true? Yeah, I, it says you can edit the lineup. I it have. says edit, but when you go to edit, you can't really choose more ladies. So oh know, shit! You can only yeah. You're right. Yeah, Damn, that's weird. So, I'm down to my last five, which are Kaylin, one of the, the Miss North Carolina, okay. Cassie, speech pathologist. I'm so glad I picked her. 
Because I think she's doing well. She's on my team, too. Yeah, Demi, the, yep. uh, the little crazy girl, interior yeah, designer. From Texas, holler. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hannah B., um, Miss Alabama, mm-hmm. and Hannah G., which got the first impression rose. So, she's uh, the content creator. Yeah, this is a skill that we all appreciate, everybody. Yeah. Um, just to recap, that's your that's your remaining uh, fantasy team participants? Yes. Okay, because that is exactly my team. Oh, really? That is oh. exactly who's left. That's cute. Uh, well, I guess we are truly romantically compatible. Yeah, we, we think the same ladies will win the Bachelor. Yeah, we think the exact same things of uh, both Colton the Bachelor and these ladies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just picked the blonde ladies because that's what he seems to be into, at least this season. Yeah, because in the last, well, I think we talked about it in our last uh, podcast, but I, I thought he was into the dark, dark-haired no, so- southern no. ladies. And that's probably why he made up some bullshit to uh, break up with her in the first place, you know? Because she wasn't blonde. That's what he's into. Mm-hmm. I think I think he's one of those, uh, uh, what do you call it, those white supremacist kind of guys? Probably on the DL, you know, I don't think he's like, very forward with it, but I do think it's something he talks about when he's had a little bit too much to drink at like Thanksgiving or Christmas. You know, mm-hmm. I, I see it. Um, hey, how many points do you have? <clears throat> so it is a little bit of a bummer because we're both kind of hobbled at this point. I don't know how far we're going to get. I don't think we're on the uh, national leagues anymore. I have five hundred and ninety points. I don't know if that's good or bad. Uh, that's good. How I have five hundred and fifty. You're beating me. I just had some some hella good picks. What can I say? This really pisses me off. I know this guy's type, and you know what? The only reason, the only thing I did was like, okay, he's empty. Who was the most empty? I'm going to pick the most empty people on here, um, or the, the the ladies that I thought that he would find the most beautiful. Hey, but what can I say, right? Hey, because you find them beautiful. Uh, well, hey, I'm no Colton, right, everybody? I'm just uh, <laughs> Nacho Nova. By the way, I didn't introduce myself. I'm Nacho Nova. I should have done that earlier. I know Turnover. Ah, hi, everybody. Okay. (laughs) Do you feel better? (laughs) You exhaled like you feel better after introducing yourself. No, just like I should have, at at this point, remembered to introduce myself. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, I mean, this isn't my first podcast. This isn't your first rodeo. It's true. Remember I did last week's? It feels Mm -hmm. like my first podcast. Is that true? (laughs) Well, it it is sort of your first time with the watching The Bachelor. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, now, so that's where we are with our fantasy leagues. I mean, we're kind of a little bit hobbled. Um, now, I'm, I'm sort of new to this television show. Not really that new to reality TV, you know? I mean, probably the real world got me into that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> classic. Yeah. This is you, you just watched this for the first time, what, today, yesterday, recently? Today. Um, I, today. Um, Whoa. But, like, uh, a while back, I remember watching it with you Oh, like I, it was a while ago though. I remember. I don't remember what season we all watched. Oh, here at the house. Yeah, yeah, we probably did. <laughs> Sounds like us. Um, but like I don't know. I it was. I never. I don't watch much reality TV, but I. Um, it's definitely intriguing. I I get into it. I got to admit, the drama. The juicy drama. Oh my gosh! It's just like I don't know. It's 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 mind blowing. I gotta say, <clears throat> so juicy. You know, and I've I've gone on meditation retreats, intermittent fasting. I do yoga. I've I've done keto. I'm vegan, but nothing has really expanded my mind more than The Bachelor. 
Right. If you get right down to it. Yeah. It really takes me to another place. It's all that world traveling that they do. It really... Hey, well, in the episodes, we we do see parts of the world that I could never even dream of in this episode. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. Let's get into it. Everybody, let's stamp our passports and let's recap the shows. Whoa. So, it's been action-packed, all right? Like I say, people are getting eliminated. It's it's intense. The pressure cooker is really cranking up. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, real quick, I mean, just, just, just stray observations. I mean... Every episode basically follows the same formula, right? Everybody's really excited mm-hmm. for some sort of external stimulation. Colton comes in and says something. He leaves. They all fight amongst each other. They compete. Somebody wins. They go on a date. He likes it. He dislikes it. He has another date, and then he eliminates people. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's basically the same thing every you single week. You get your group week. date, and you got your two one-on-ones. Too. And your cocktail party. Mm-hmm. Unless things are serious, in which case there will be no cocktail party. Because he's already made his decision. Oh, my gosh. Oof. The worst. So, in this episode, it's one of those, it opens up with a set piece, right? We are at the little pirate thing, the little pirate ship. He's pretending to be a pirate. They're cooing. Everybody's cooing, ooing and aahing. Cooing and hooting. Hooting, hollering. Uh, They're swooning, seriously. Oh, my God. They're swooping. That was an amazing moment, really. (laughs) Uh, Pirates. I mean, apparently they all have a pirate fantasy. I didn't know this was a thing. That's interesting. It could be, right? I mean, That could be kind of hot, though, a pirate fantasy. Like Captain Hook? Yeah. Well, little, maybe not Captain. A little, cl- a little claw action. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's a little painful, right? Hey, it depends on what you're into. Who am I to say, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> if you think about it, everybody, come on. Am I right or am I wrong? Am I right? Uh, wrong. Uh, I think the producer has something different to say. Thank you. That's the official judge, by the way. Mm-hmm. It could be an experimental experience. You never know. It's true. I mean, did you, you didn't take notes for episode three? Uh, not at all. I know I watched it twice, but I... <laughs> gosh, it was so boring. Oh, like, I, I literally I fell asleep the first time I watched it. It was so boring. This thing. show does this to us. Have you noticed? Oh. Like, I, It's easy for me to tune out. Yeah. I fall asleep to a lot of shows, but that's just because I'm tired a lot of the time <laughs> but also there's shows that you find comforting on some level right like it's not yeah, like yeah like oh okay i could fall asleep to this be yeah. just like chill just like watching it and fall asleep i think i fell asleep out of boredom for this this, this one in this episode mm. just over it mm-hmm. yeah okay so um that's, now, that's even worse. It's true. It's it's kind of simmers. It's a slow. It's a slow boil process it's like here. Like a chili, like a not delicious chili. Nope, that's true. We're not talking chili from TLC. All right. So the pirate boats. Here's a note that I wrote down. Uh, the ladies love to laugh at lame jokes, uh, and they laughed a lot at his dumb jokes. Like you know, because he was pretending to be a pirate and he was swashbuckling. Mm-hmm. And he was saying dumb stuff like, uh, let's set sail for Smooch Island or something like that. And then they're laughing, you know what I mean? Like, it's... Oh, really? It it was even probably worse than that. So that just feels... It made me feel bad that they feel like they have to laugh at this dumb... You know, just because that's the thing. Mm -hmm. This is the next thing that I remember, all right? There's probably a lot of shit that happened in between, but it was probably meaningless, let's be honest. Um... 
Elise got a date with the guy, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. I remember mm. this. She went on a, a helicopter ride. Yep. Little Elise. She has red hair. She's a content provider or something like that. Uh, makeup analyst, I think. I thought it was an airplane ride. I said airplane ride earlier. I yeah. Remember, uh, but it was actually a helicopter. What, what are they flying over? Like, where, where are they flying? I don't even know where they are. I guess they... Well, they flew to a, an amusement park, I guess. But I don't know where they flew from, like, how, how they got there. I don't know. But this is the point where, I mean, when they're on the date, Elise tells the story about her sister. What was the story? Uh, her sister got cancer and died. Oh, that's right. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's why I wrote that note. So she was very traumatized. Yeah, I guess her sister also had a child, and now they care for the kid or something. That's right. Mm-hmm. And that's why this, I guess they went to the amusement park and had a bunch of, hung out with a bunch of kids. And that's why it was like a hit home for her, because she has a niece without a mother. I don't know. Weird. That's weird that they knew that. Yeah, I guess that's why they took her there to like pr- she to make talk her talk about it. It's yeah. kind of weird, right? Yeah, to trigger the uh, the memory, yeah, to trigger that that emotion and that. Oh, did she like write that in her resume when she I'm auditioned sure. for the show? Yeah. Or like, I bet there's like, tell us a heartfelt story. You yeah. know, Disney uh, Disney yeah. has the money to get a psychological profile on all of these people. Gosh. <laughs> Gosh. Okay, so yeah, they were probably exploiting her. Something that would uh, make her feel emotion and, and crack through the veneer, you know. And it worked, and she was miserable <laughs> until he gave her the rose. Mm-hmm. And they were able to see the concert from some sort of country music artist. We're all a bunch of yeehaw heads down here in Tech TX's. But I have no idea who that was. Who was it? I wrote it down because I didn't know who it was either. Tennille Arts. Dumb. Tennille Arts. Do you know who that is? Tennille mm-hmm. Art? No. No. Real quick, I can play the number one, too. But I like how they always like act like they know exactly who it is, and they're so excited to see them. Like Bec- She may have known it, but I I think they always have, just like in Dancing with the Stars or anything, like, uh, hey, will you come on the show because you're promoting your album, you know? Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's There's nothing organic about this. It's, it's just... Disney owns the record label that has the, the artist that's promoting a tour or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, so real quick, I don't know if this is a person's name well, or the artist. I know that ABC Records was a record company. Like, there, are, I have some records. There's some artists that are on ABC Records. So that's probably owned by Disney. I don't know. Like, there's no ABC Records really anymore, but it's probably changed its name over time. Oh, yeah. So, but Disney still owns it. It's just, like, not ABC They Records. could own, like, Atlantic or something big like that. Who knows? Oh, probably. I mean, Time Warner, yeah, AOL, Time Warner. everything, yeah. Because Disney makes a lot of, like, musical movies, too. So, like... They're definitely in the music. They have their hands in the music industry, of course. Totally. Movies, music, television. Yeah, that's crazy. Sounds a little bit to me like a monopoly. Anyhow, speaking of monopoly, here is Tennille Arts. This is probably like the one that we heard on the television show, right? Just something super depressing. Yeah. Hey, so just me, there's a lot of contemporary country music either super stupid uh, like it's a song about smelling your own farts, or like real sad. Like why is there no in between? 
Um, I don't know. I guess because some of it's um, geared towards dude bros that grew up in the South. So they like to talk about uh, red solo cups and girls in tiny jean ah. shorts. And then others, I guess, are geared towards women that are sad because they're men. Their husbands died overseas in uh, Afghanistan. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> mm. I don't know. That's, that's just my guess. Makes sense. So we got to see that performance. You know, it was a real whirlwind. Um, we were we were standing up in the living room over here. You know what I mean? Yeah, we um, we stood up and we clapped and stopped our. <laughs> I was stomping my feet. I was pulling my hair. It was a uh, quite a sight. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're having a grand old time. So that was fantastic for Elise, right? She was on cloud nine. She was on cloud ten, she, she, she said. Oh, my gosh. Is that true? No. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like something she might say. Um, so, yeah, she was in the catbird seat, and everybody else was probably steaming, you know, stomping around, pulling their hair. Their own hair out. And you know what? They were full of full of aggression. They were aggro. That'll be the new hairstyle trend. Pulling your hair out style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, put a little gorilla glue it's in your hair. Very choppy looking, you know. Yeah. It's true. Kind of like early '80s post punk era, like hairstyles. Uh, like Robert Smith or uh, Winona yeah. Ryder. Yeah, Winona. <laughs> yes, indeed. All right. So, uh, where are we? They compete. They blow off some steam. Everybody's going head to head. In the strongest woman competition. Do you remember this? Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Mm, yes. Yes. Okay, they do like... Um, they flip the tire. Yeah. Uh, that one lady was stretching. She was getting sexual. Oh, they did like the... I was going to say pretzel stretch, but that's not what they did. It was, like, it was did. like real Kama Sutra type stuff, Yeah. if you ask me. Yeah, one of them said, oh, he's not a stretch virgin anymore. I know. It was the lady with the afghan and the uh, the reading uh, glasses. Or were they bifocals? I think she was knitting while she was on camera. Mm-hmm. So that was that lady. I feel like I'll need bifocals when I'm older. My mom had bifocals, so maybe that's like a recessive gene. Mm-hmm. Or like, Could be. Or wait, that would be the next generation. Dominant. <laughs> hey, but uh, if both of your grandparents had it, there's probably a good chance, right? <laughs> yeah, my grandparents have bad eyes. But then there's all that paternal and maternal stuff, dominant recessive, so it's really weird. Mm-hmm. I just know for sure I think I'm going to go bald. Yeah, and I know I'm going to go gray hard. Yeah, what can you do? <laughs> We're all talking about, like, aging. <laughs> aging. <laughs> Okay, so Fred Willard was there. That was fun to see Fred Willard because I like Fred Willard. It's it's fun to see when there's like like Billy Eichner was on the show for Fred uh, Willard. Who's Fred Willard? He's the uh, the guy from he was from all those uh, uh, Christopher Guest movies. Oh, okay. It was so very very cool to see Fred Willard there. My best friend. It's nice whenever there's people of substance on this show. Not like I'm slinging shit talk here. I'm just saying, it was cool to see Fred Willard there. All right, folks. So that was my friend Fred Willard. Very good to see him. But now, let's say, before we get into a little bit more of the recap, what do you say we take a commercial break? Danny, are you down? Of course, yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's uh, take a little uh, a little uh, a break, yes. Okay, folks. So, hey, listen, pour yourself another glass of uh, wine. Uh, we, this week, are drinking... What is this? Tanglewood Merlot? Yes. Actually, 
Actually, it's Cabernet. Oh, my gosh. This is some... Well, let me see it real quick, the label. Tanglewood Cabernet. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so this week we're drinking some Tanglewood Cabernet Sauvignon. This is a Texas vineyard. Very interesting. All right, folks. We'll be right back. Oh, no, I'm still playing country music. Are you single, widowed, or divorced? Whether you're looking for that special companion or a serious relationship, call us. We're Together, the nation's largest personal introduction service that's been bringing people just like you together for 11 years now. With over 55 offices nationally and more on the way, we've helped a lot of people get together. Call for an appointment today. Offices in Brooklyn, Staten Island, Patchogue, Long Island, Westchester, together. Whoa, Jesus. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the show. Holy smokes. Now, the one, I think the one last takeaway from the episode, the, the one extra dynamic they introduced, was the the uh, the fight between the two beauty, beauty contestants, you know? We're talking Hannah B. We're talking Kaylin. Okay, is that when they said, <coughs> when she meant first mentioned that she doesn't like the other girl or whatever? Yeah, well, I mean, they, I think they had hinted at it. You know, there was there was uh, a little bit of foreshadowing, mm-hmm. but this is when you start sort of realizing, oh, okay, this is unresolved. This is we're going to see this unfold. Is this when Hannah B went went up to him and told him told him that? Um, yeah, she had manipulated her. And, and they, yeah, I mean, yeah, come on, they're yeah. all using the same language. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and uh, she says, I think Hannah B says, just freaking trust me, oh, y'all. Okay. Yeah, she's super mad, and she said, you shouldn't trust her, blah, blah, blah. She's not here for the right reasons. And then, I guess he ends up giving her a rose that day, right? He did, but he kept them both. He kept them both, but he gave her the the date rose or something. I think the producers tell him when to deliver the roses, right? Like, there's no reason to give her the last rose other than to be dramatic, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he gave, uh, wait, what's her name? Hannah B., the last rose. Hannah during, B. During the, the rose ceremony. Now, Danny, have you seen this dynamic between the two beauty contestants? Have you seen them sort of go after each other? Um, a little bit. But uh, it's, uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous. Like, in the first season, um, Hannah G., uh-huh. she showed up with that corsage or like that sash that said like miss uh where is she from utah north carolina I north think. carolina uh-huh. i think she's from alabama uh, hannah b is north carolina hannah b is from alabama oh and who's from Al- uh, carolina hannah g oh kaylin because that's her nemesis oh kaylin is north carolina gosh who knows so it's north carolina and what else Alabama. Oh, Alabama? That's funny. Okay. So, what were you talking about? Oh, you were talking about Hannah, Hannah B. during the first episode, right? How she came out with her sash, her North Carolina, her uh, beauty queen sash. Um, no, I think it was uh, Hannah G. Hannah G. was the first impression, Rose. 
Yeah, so there's... Oh, wait. Then who... Okay. Oh, see, this is... Uh, Hannah B is a beauty queen, and Kaylin is a beauty no, queen. I, I, every single year I watch this show, and I never remember anybody's names. Yeah, it's it's not even... It's I, I still have trouble. I don't even know who who's who. Yeah, I... It, it's hard to remember, like, 30 different... It's true, <laughs> and they're all especially when they're not all, like not that interesting, you know. Like they're yeah, <laughs> they're all equally surface level. Yeah. Well, for the most part, I mean, here and there you see some people actually expressing real emotions. And we do yeah, see that in thirty in, different people. It's just like uh, and like they all somewhat have yeah the same personality, <laughs> just like yeah. same kind of thing. But yeah, hint. Uh, the whole okay this girl one of the girls came in on the first episode with this sash that said like miss uh north carolina that must have been kaylin yes and and then she like turned it around and it said miss underwood like oh, oh you know what okay. i don't even remember that. i don't remember that because either she was confident i just watched this episode today um <laughs> <laughs> um but like um she was like oh yeah i'm gonna be your wife and stuff like it Whoa. was a pretty bold move you know just to like wear that croissant and it's just or not croissant i'm sorry croissant sash. croissant <laughs> You know, I have a theory with this guy that he wants somebody who's really bossy to be with to tell him what to do at all times. I feel like he's the kind of person who he seems like he's going for that kind of of woman. Because he's a little boy. Exactamundo. Danny calls it. Yes, we got a correct answer. Yeah, he kind of looks like a little boy, too. Like, his face is very... And he acts like a know. child. He acts like a like a dumb child. Mm. You you think so? I think so too. Anyhow, so but that's basically the end of episode three, right? Wouldn't you say? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't remember much because <laughs> I fell asleep. So. Uh, right. who was that girl that he was like about to have sex with and? Who he was bed. grinding on? Oh, that's in episode yeah. four. So this is episode yeah, four which. that we're about to get into. All right. So episode three. We all give it five stars. Oh, my gosh. We couldn't get enough. Ugh. Although I thought the ending was inappropriate yeah. because they, remember they went on the date with the children and then he at the end he's trying to pick up the children. He's like, how old are you? I think oh, you yeah. might be a little bit too young. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to be like R. Kelly here. <laughs> yeah, oh, my weird. God. Seriously, they put that in the credit sequence. Where the, yeah, the little girl was asked to like for his time. I don't know. It was really weird. It was awkward. Very unusual. Mm-hmm. And I think it was an odd choice. Like it, it was, it was obviously stuff they ran at the credits because it didn't fit into the episode. Isn't that a little uncomfortable? Wouldn't that be uncomfortable oh, yeah. for him, like as a man, to like pretend to like flirt with the little flirt girls, with little girls? Because all these little girls, were, like these five-year-old girls, were coming up to him, like yeah. laughing. That's weird. Or like, oh, can I steal you his... away? Yeah, they're like playing the part of like a whatever. Very a unusual. It's really weird. Very unusual. Oh. Yeah. Hey, listeners, if you got any questions at Disney on Twitter, all right, they may have some answers. We don't know. Is it? They're the ones perpetuating this sick nonsense. All right, but that was episode three. Do things become less sick in episode four? We don't know. 
But hasn't Disney always done that? (laughs) It's true. They're anti-Semites. I heard. I'm willing to perpetuate it because kind of like one of the contestants on this show, I just hear shit and then say it. You know what I mean? Without without thinking about the consequences. So episode four. Whoa! What a bang! What what a shot! What an entrance! All right. This is my first episode uh, four note. Hannah B is a great big phony. All right. And it's not really anything plot-related that's happening, but we get to see them interacting. We see them in the... All the ladies hanging out, and Hannah B is... Her eyes are getting very wide. She's be, she's putting on that uh, performance, you know, like when you see a Miss America or something, and they're answering the question about world peace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's just like... Deer in the headlights. Well, it yeah. starts off where they, they, get all, they all get surprised with, oh, we're uh, going to Singapore, everybody, because it's time that we leave this country. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. So that's how it starts off. And then everyone gets super excited and... Um, I remember that Colton like commented on the on the buildings and the lights when they get to Singapore. He liked all of the lights yeah, in the buildings. Yeah, he's like, oh, there's so many lights and buildings. Wow, like, that was his like description <laughs> of the whole city. I can barely conceive of that kind of a place. <laughs> oh, buildings, lights, yeah, cool. Whoa, wow. Was, um, this sounds like the 31st strange. century. Huh? Yeah, so radical, man. Weird. Um, that sounds radical. Tasia gets the the first one on one. Tasia, they okay. go bungee jumping. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So I was what is excited? Th- that was a good episode. It looks like fun. We've all been to those. We went to the Texas State Fair. Me and my famous wife Jessica. We saw the little bungee jump booth. It cost like fifty bucks for two of us. Something That's something so, wild yeah, it like was that. Really wild. Gosh, like uh-huh. we couldn't even go on the Ferris wheel. This was like. $12. Seriously? Like, oh after paying an entrance fee. Jeez. Yeah, silly. $12. To like, go so bungee make... jumping? Well, yeah. That was the Ferris wheel. That was the Ferris wheel. But oh. bungee jumping was probably more. This is like $30 a ride for two people. Like, uh, it's ridiculous. Jeez. Oof. Too much. Yeah, that's stupid. I think it's for if you have kids. Like, you have two kids that they need to go on the Ferris wheel. You feel guilty if they don't go on the Ferris wheel. That's 50 bucks, you know? God, that's so much money. Mm. It's cheaper for that's kids, That's ridiculous. Yeah, but I'm talking about Mama, Papa, Baby, and Baby Junior. Ferris wheels always kind of scared me just because I'm kind of scared of heights in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am scared of heights, actually. I like heights. To be honest, I, I am coming out. I am, TBH? Yeah, scared of heights. Oh, my gosh. Oh, one thing that happens, Tasia mentions that he he screamed like a girl. Oh. Yep. That's he, what I was going to mention. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yes. That was my favorite part of the whole episode. <laughs> yeah. He was like, crazy, like, super girlish scream. Dude. And she didn't even make a sound. Like, she was just like, fuck you. Yeah, this yeah. is amazing. <laughs> He's like, like ah! She said, he sounded like a little girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, she's like, I don't know if I want to go in there. You just, he's speaking like a little girl. I know, she, and that's, that, what, come on. If you were married to somebody, you don't want to, you don't want them to inspire terror in you, right? Like, they're supposed to be the kind of person that says, (laughs) it's okay, like, we're going to be fine, right? Yeah, not, not. (laughs) 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 It was the weirdest scream. true all right so after that i guess they they whatever they they were having a good time 
And then, like, the second part of the date, um, I guess, where did they go? They just went and have dinner or something, right? But then she mentions, I guess she reveals that she was married before, and then she got divorced. That happens. Yeah, she got married, and then, then divorced. Um, so I guess after she opens up about that, he's like, all right, you get a rose. <laughs> and then they ride the Ferris wheel after that. Oh, shit. Yes, well, that's, that's the best ending for that. Mm. Cool. So they uh, they got to go way up high. He conquered his fear of heights after screaming and making a fool out of himself. Yeah, and then he he she gets rose. He was probably like shaking, probably real scared. Look, oh no! I, he he made the Ferris wheel stop at the very top, and then they meet out. Yeah, Remember but you that? know he was pissing himself. Oh. You think? Do you think he pissed himself? I think he was probably shaking. You know how people do when they bounce their leg? He had that restless leg syndrome. Mm-hmm. Here's a song for... I always hated it when the Ferris wheel would stop at the top. I like that. Mm. Uh, I mean, That's when I would breastfeed. Did you make out with ladies? <laughs> I would play this song. Is this um, Brian Adams? <clears throat> Joe Cocker and Jennifer Warnes. This is the guy that sings he wants to get high with his friends. Oh. Anyhow, this is a pretty good song. So they were, love, love, love was lifting them up where they belong. What does that say? What, the lift us up where we belong? Love lift us up where we belong. Oh. It's an uplifting song. Baby, come to me. Where the eagles saw. Is that how it goes? It, it reminds me of Christian rock music, in a way. Kind of. It's like, it has that vibe to it. Where the eagles and the Lord is in the sky. With arms wide open. Yes, and the blood of Jesus <laughs> Christ. The Lamb of God. <laughs> the blood of Yahweh. <laughs> All right, we're doing a bad children podcast. <laughs> we're not singing about God. <laughs> Sorry, I don't remember where we were. Oh, we were at the end of the uh, the bungee jumping. They went bungee jumping in Singapore, so they did that. They ended it with a Ferris wheel ride. They stopped the Ferris wheel at the very top, and they made out. Whoa! They scammed. Well, you got to pay extra for that. Yeah, they got to pay extra for the stop and the scam. Yep. But I guess I guess he's uh, he's Mr. Big Books. Yep. Um, Scamming at two hundred so feet. The girls at the house they're pissed because he's focusing on like the pageant queen like rivalry. So that, yeah, because I guess he picked uh, what's her name? Not Hannah B, but Kaylin. Kaylin. He picked her for the second one on one date. So they're all pissed. Jeez. I saw some fake ac- fake ass kisses go down. Mm-hmm. One, one or two. I mean, I wasn't counting, but uh, there, there, there was a flurry. Let's, let's call it a flurry. Um, and oh, I, I, oh, we totally, we totally uh, skipped the the group date. With the with the leeches. With the leeches. So Hannah runs up to to Colton to hug him first, and she like jumps on him. Yep. And then genital to genital interaction. We see mm-hmm. it a lot on this show. 
Well, not genital to genital, but you know, like as close as possible. Come yeah. on, come yeah, on. This is a lot of that. And so they go downtown. They go to the shops, and then um, what else? Uh, he's uh, Demi's like riding on his back the entire time. Oh, like a baby. Yeah. Oh my god! A baby that wants daddy to spank her. And then they, uh, I guess they go to the, this. What is it, like a fortune teller guy? That's a good point. Um, and uh, I guess he tells a speech therapist and Colton that there were brother and sister in the past life. Uh, the speech therapist. Do you remember later on when they're smooching and uh, he tells her that's that's not a yeah, kiss a sister would that's give. Not a, yeah, that's not a kiss a sister would give. Like all super inappropriate, creepy. Gross. He he because he's probably kissed his sister and he had like less sexually satisfying kiss, kisses with his sister. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. That's weird. That's not a kiss a sister would give. Well, you only have that metric because you've kissed your sister. I would imagine. Right. Because I don't know. Like, imagine, right? Imagine if, like, the first time I ever give you a kiss, I was like, that doesn't feel like the way my sister kisses. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah. That would be weird. Like, you obviously... said this on the show. Yeah, he said this on primetime television. I think hundreds of millions of people were watching. So it doesn't seem like anybody in who has half a mind would say. So where's this guy coming from? Like... Either he's really tuned out or just clueless or... I mean, that just seems like a very bizarre thing to say. Very, very weird. So he kisses his sister on the lips? With the tongue. French style. Oh, okay. Hey. That's what is. That's what he's... That's what he is implying. Like, oh my God. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Uh, that's weird. Classic Colton, right? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, they had the group date. Uh, we get to see the date with Demi. She gets a lot of screen time. A lot of screen time. A lot of screen time. Do you remember this, Grandma? Yeah, Demi, I guess she's being a little... Well, she's just being annoying. I mean, she's getting, I guess they're going, they're eating funny foods and... I don't know. Oh, the group date much. where they're all having snail or fish eyeballs or whatever? Mm-hmm. That was the group date, yeah. And then Demi reveals that her... Well, she didn't, she didn't reveal this, but she had already talked about it in the first episode that her mom was in prison and she just got released. That's so true. that was her one, like, ooh, I'm a real person. Um, I'm going to share this super deep thing with you. And then she starts crying. That's true. Texas' favorite Demi, mm-hmm. I would imagine, because people in Texas go for people in Texas. But that's probably a thing that people do everywhere, right? What? Just go for the people who are like, oh, you're from where I'm from. We're friends. It's true. That's how it is where I work. People that are from the same country are friends. Yeah. It's really weird. Like, <clears throat> like El Paso. Like yeah. people are from the same high school. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's really weird. But Demi is, uh, she's the Texas lady. She establishes herself as the counterculture dating candidate because everybody else is from what? California or something? Yeah, I guess so. She's where is she from Texas? A lot of people are from the South. Um, yeah, she's from uh, the South. She's from Red Oak. It's a little place outside of Dallas. Like we got to drive through there when we're going to Dallas. Pretty much. At this point, in, in, in like we're watching it, she's still coming across as sort of a, a villain, right? She's going to do whatever it takes. They humanize her. They start to humanize her. Yeah, when she's like encouraging the other girls to to speak up and yeah. Well, that sort of thing, and when she's talking like about her reasoning behind why she's doing what she's doing and how where people are coming from, like, oh yeah, okay, that makes sense. 
Okay, so the guy kisses his somebody who is not like kissing his sister. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> this is when we have this serious conversation about uh, Kaylin and her sexual assault, right? This this is a uh, this is a big segment. That's, well, that's yeah, she she shares with Colton a story of I guess where she got she went to a party and she was in college and someone roofied her roofied her drink and then someone took advantage of her and two other two other friends. So she opens up about that and how like that's why she hasn't been in a really a serious relationship. And then he goes on to talk about i guess i guess he dated some that this is he had to find a way where he could top her or relate to her so Mm. what he came up with is he dated someone that was also um abused uh, sexually abused um and he's like oh yeah i could i know what that's like because i have to watch her be depressed or whatever and then he mentions like, oh, and last year it was hard for me too because I opened up about being a virgin. So I just thought it was kind of that was shitty weird. that he would compare his coming out of being a virgin to being assaulted. Because one's a choice and one involves no choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that there were much different topics. And yeah, he had an interesting pivot when when he was saying something like... Um, like when after she tells her story and then he tells a story about the 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 person that he had dated, remember? Yeah, that was yeah that he he kind of knows what that's like. And she's like, no, but he has a moment of reflection where he's like, but it's not really even my place to have that sort of pain. But then a few months later on television, I was uh, uh, exposed as a virgin, and it was really something. But so, like, but he has a moment of like where you know he he realizes he's making it about himself, but then he continues to make it way more about himself in a way less meaningful way. You know? What yeah, I mean? yeah. I I could have I would have been okay. Like he doesn't know how to react to this, so he's talking about oh I dated someone that was in your situation, so I, I sort of get it. So, at that point, I, you know, I would have been, like, okay with it. All right, I get it. Like, he doesn't really know how to react, so he's going to bring this up. But when he goes a step further and says, well, I told the nation that I was a virgin and I'm a jock and yeah. I was really embarrassed and that was really hard for me, it just doesn't compare. That's not what I would describe as a violation or intimate. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, that was pretty tone deaf. Weird that they kept it on television. I, I can't believe that they did. It it's just doesn't make, sense, make any sense to me. Weird that it was something that we could all observe, and uh, I didn't really see too much about it on, well, on Twitter. Well, Twitter, Twitter observed it. They, they talked about it. Oh, Twitter. is that true? Oh, yeah. Hey, and we're, uh, we're on Twitter, at Mansion Bachelor. It's there. Right? That makes sense, right? It looked like he wasn't even... even serious at all when he was listening to her. I don't know. It was just like he was spaced out and just like about to smile. He had that shit eating grin on his face. (laughs) Yeah. Like like she had said something like calm or he's like, oh, you said calm. I mean, he had that sort of dumb face on. Yeah. And that was bizarre. (laughs) Completely inappropriate for the moment. So okay, so after that serious conversation where he tries to insert himself, after that, the girl that he gave the first impression, Rose, they, I guess Hannah G. 
had a G. They had a makeout session in his room. And they they were, were going to fuck. They were bumping and grinding. They were bumping uglies. Mm-hmm. Did he find her G spot? Ah, her Hannah G spot? Her Hannah G spot. That's a good question, mm-hmm. Danny. I don't know. <laughs> and then the pageant queens talk and they clear the air and they're like, hey, let's stop being mean to each other. This is too much work. But they both looked a little psychotic while they were doing yeah, it. Yeah, they were both like... Well, no, I would say mostly, or I would say, as far as I'm able to see, 100% Hannah B. She's the one who seems like she's coming at it she's with the a wild one. psychotic attitude. Yeah, she's got like the dilated pupils and the mm-hmm. fake smile. Um, the, other one, the other one, I, yeah, yeah, she's more my style. Uh, just like a regular Kay- Jane, Jane Q. Public. Kaylin. Kaylin. Kaylin, not, not not to be confused with Caitlin. This is Kaylin. I've already forgotten who Caitlin is. Mm-hmm. Who is Caitlin, by the way? Pop quiz. Mm. <laughs> yeah, me neither. I can look on the ABC official website. <laughs> Let me see real quick. They all look the same and act the same. Jesus. That's a good point. Uh, it's not important. So the pageant queens clear the air. They're like, okay, let's stop, stop fighting. I'm done, done with this. And then um, I guess Courtney has been complaining this whole time because she hasn't had time with Colton. She hasn't been able to talk to him at the cocktail parties. She hasn't had a one-on-one and like the group dates aren't going so, so well for her. So she's like super bummed. That she feels like she hasn't talked to Colton at all. Mm-hmm. So she's just complaining the entire time, and she's like, ooh, he doesn't want, he doesn't like me, he doesn't want to talk to me. And so Demi was like, hey, just, just talk to him, like, quit being weird, and like, just be yourself. And she was kind of like, give, like, giving her words of encouragement, like, hey, just, it's, it's all good. And then somehow, um, Courtney, like, turns against Demi, right? Oh, that's right. And they have a little conversation about how they're uh, enemies now. Yeah, because... Well, I don't even know what happened. Um, (coughs) Oh, dear. Oh, yeah. um, Demi ends up calling... Oh, okay, okay. Because Courtney told... uh, Gosh, Courtney told Colton. I sound like I'm gossiping. (laughs) All right. uh, Courtney told Colton that... um, Demi's immature, and she she's too, she's not there for the right reasons, and she's too young or some some bullshit. Is right? this where she calls her the cancer of the yes, house? Yes, and then that's like after that, oh Demi God. gets mad, and then she goes to Colton. And she says, "Yeah, Courtney's like a super negative Nancy. She's the cancer of the house." Um, and so, of course, Courtney gets super mad, mm-hmm. and then Colton ends up dismissing Courtney anyway. So. Demi wins. Oh, she's dismissed. She's dismissed. Or she's what? Next. She has been chopped. She's been chopped. Is that the show we're doing? <laughs> <laughs> she got coal in her stocking. Mm-hmm. Yep. She didn't get Colton. She got coal. Okay, so she's out. Cancer of the house. Hannah B emerges as another villain. She's not like so forward with it, you know what I mean? But every time they put her on camera, she's somebody that is saying something stupid. Mm-hmm. Hannah B, I think she's the dark horse villain of this Gosh. right now. Oh, she doesn't get too far. She just looks like a cancer. The real cancer of the, the house? The real cancer of the one house. Was, one was non-malignant. Uh, and you don't mean the astrological sign, right? Mm-mm, Not I mean this time. The, I mean the... 
the shitty person in the house. I know. Oh, good. Yeah, we can get into astrology, but that's for subscribers only. Mm-hmm. But that, I think that's pretty much it for the first, uh, I mean, th- th- these couple episodes, right? I mean, anything, any stray things? No, I think that's it. That's how I ended. All right. So we're on the edge of our seats. All right. We can't wait to see what happens next week. We're going to go to the popcorn factory and pick up one bag of popcorn. I think parking alone is going to be 20 bucks, but it's worth it to get one bag of free popcorn. I'm into it. All right, everybody. Uh, Daddy, thank you for joining us. I mean, uh, uh, do you think you're going to be tuning in next week? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I would love to tune in next week. Okay, this is a, a Bachelor Match, and you can follow us at Mansion Bachelor on Twitter. You can also email the show at BachelorMansionPod at gmail.com. This stuff exists, huh? Can you believe it or not? And if you want, you can probably even leave a voice message. Give your insights, stuff we may have missed, your insights into the episodes that we're covering here, all right? So uh, there is a number to call in and leave voice messages. What are we working with here? All right, that number is 909-494-2069. Uh, give hey, us your insights. Better. Yeah. We can play on the show. Um, all right, folks. Tune in next week. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Grandma, what's your outro? I will accept this rose. Yeah.